really having regular meetings with each team member is critical because it helps you build alignment, help them develop, and it allows you to have a set in stone place where you share information and communicate honestly and openly with your team member. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you, founders and not so solopreneurs, can implement modern, effective and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Welcome back to Hiring School. So excited today to take it a little bit beyond the hire and talk about something that comes up all the time when I'm consulting and chatting with small business owners and even my clients. And it usually comes up when there's some sort of an employee relations or a performance issue, and they're trying to figure out how to have the conversation with somebody. And I usually always ask, are you having one-on-ones with your team? And usually they are not. Either they don't realize they should or they think they're too busy. But really having regular meetings with each team member is critical because it helps you build alignment, help them develop And it allows you to have a set in stone place where you share information and communicate honestly and openly with your team member. If you have a regular meeting with somebody and you're having a performance concern that feels a little awkward to like bring up on a random meeting, for example, a lot of times you don't want to just like throw a meeting on someone's calendar unexpected and then tell them like a piece of criticism. It's just sometimes can be awkward. And so a lot of times having these one-on-one meetings allows you a time where you can naturally bring up these things because you already have a time scheduled with them. And so I think it's so important that you have both one-on-one meetings where you have 30 minutes to an hour regularly scheduled with each team member for you to connect with them. That can be weekly, that can be biweekly, that can be monthly, whatever makes sense for your business, but you wanna have that on the calendar. And you don't wanna rely just on team meetings. So a lot of times, small businesses, they'll be like, well, I'm meeting with the team every single week. And it's not the same. You know, in those team meetings, you're not gonna have open, honest conversations around an employee's performance. You're probably not going to learn about their development goals. And sometimes they may not feel comfortable asking you questions that they would feel comfortable asking you in a one-on-one setting. So it really gives you a wonderful space to have these conversations with your team. I recommend especially... I mean, not even recommend, but especially in the world of remote work, a regular one-on-one meeting is so critical and so important. And guess what else it's going to do? It's going to give your employee a space where they know that they're going to be talking to you once a week or every two weeks. And so you can train them to save 
non-urgent questions for that time together so that you're not getting a bunch of questions nonstop, whether that's via Slack or email where they can create a running Google document, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, and you can go through it and they can put questions that they need answers to, but they don't need it urgently, right? So it will actually help you in fielding quite so many questions all the time. And so here are some of my advice and ways for you to have an effective one-on-one meeting. So you don't want it to just be a status update, right? Meeting. Well, basically one-on-ones are their time, not yours. And so it should be focused on what your team member needs in order to become more successful, not what you need from them. You're not simply just looking for a status update because a weekly email could do that, right? Or a daily Slack could do that. You could have them send a weekly update at the end of the week, outlining whatever it is that you would get, you need status updates on, right? Or you can do it in a Slack channel. There's a really a whole, you can determine what the best cadence is for that based on the nature of your business. But you want your team member to become prepared for the one-on-one. So it's their time, right? They run it. Your job as a manager is to get better outcomes from a group of people working together. Your job is to be the force multiplier for your people by removing barriers, providing a valuable perspective, or just boosting their confidence. And this is best done in a regular one-on-one because they may tell you, hey, I'm really struggling to get this from this person, or I don't have have the right system in place, they may bring up stuff that they don't feel comfortable doing in a team setting in a one-on-one. So that's my first piece of advice is they, it's not a status update and they run the one-on-one. And it's so important that both of you are prepared for a one-on-one to get the most out of it. So you should have your direct report, prepare an agenda for the meeting. You can literally put it in a Google document. I love Google Docs because they're shared and you can have the date of the one-on-one. And then I love these five questions that every employee that they should answer or write responses to before every meeting. One, what's on your mind this week? Two, what priorities are you thinking about this week? Three, how productive were you last week? Four, what, if any, roadblocks are you facing right now? And is there anything else that you'd like to discuss during this time? It starts to get them thinking about stuff, right? And it goes beyond just a status update. It's like, what are they worried about? What's going well? What didn't get done? What did? Why? You know, it starts to help them think in a different way. So have them create that document ahead of time. You could also have them email you the answers every single day, or I'm sorry, every single before every one-on-one, you could have them put it in the calendar invite, but definitely make it a requirement that they answer those questions before the one-on-one. And then set a deadline before your one-on-one in which that should be completed because that will then give you time to review it before you jump into the meeting so that you can just be prepared. Maybe they have something on there that you're like, oh, I could solve this for them or what have you. But you want to make sure that you're both prepared. I'd suggest that they have to submit it no later than two hours before your meeting, but that even feels a little too close. So have them prepare in a document, answer those five questions. And remember that you are a coach. You're not the idea generator, problem solver, or Google. So get out of the habit of 
answering questions for them, solving their problems for them. You're not there to save the day or give a bunch of advice. Your job is to help each of your team members come to solutions on their own. So you want to get good at asking questions. So when you're going through the answers to those questions, you could arm yourself with some of these questions. So if you're discussing a topic, a project, or a situation that they need help with, Instead of jumping into telling them what to do or how to solve it, ask these questions. What does your ideal outcome look like? What's hard for you in getting to that outcome? What do you think the best course of action is? What's the worst case scenario that you're worried about? How can I help you? What can I do to help make you more successful? Those questions are going to get them thinking of their own solutions and problem solving on their own because let's face it, you've hired them because of their skills, right? Like they probably know more about you on a lot of things, especially the stuff they're they're working on. So don't just assume that you know more than them just because you're the boss, right? So ask those questions, which will lead them to a conversation and will help them also think outside of the box. Another suggestion that I have is if you are going to have a more of a formal performance review, let them know ahead of time so they can be prepared, like schedule a separate meeting if it's going to be more of a formal performance review. If you're going to just give them some feedback or have a conversation around how things are going, you can tag that on to the end of the one-on-one for sure. But if you are going to do more of a formal performance review, like schedule in a separate meeting and let them know that that's what it's going to be so that they can be prepared and they're not just completely sideswiped that you're going to give them a performance review. You definitely can talk about performance concerns or give them feedback, whether it's positive or constructive. I've said this in previous podcast episodes, like praise in public, criticize in private. A one-on-one is the best way to do that. And so When you're closing out the interview, a great question to ask in order to close out, like what was the most useful part of this conversation today? It'll help you get a read on how helpful your one-on-ones are and make sure that you're listening and absorbing the combo and will just help you make sure they're listening and learning as well. You don't have to say that every single one-on-one, but it is definitely a great way to close them out. And so those are my tips for having effective one-on-ones. You can decide if you want to do them weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever it is, make sure that you're getting into the cadence of it. A review of some of the tips that we provided is make sure that, that it's your employee's time, not yours. It's not your time just to rattle things off to them. It's their time to share what's going on for them, what's coming up for them and what they need help with. You are there to ask questions, to help coach them to their own answers. And you want them to prepare ahead of time using a Google Doc or whatever it is that you feel like will be the best. And then always make sure that you are asking what they got the the most, what they got out of the the one-on-one, what they need help with. And you can always reserve time for performance conversations or at least, you know, giving updates and, and, and feedback. But if you're going to do a more formal performance review, have it separate from your one-on-one. So one-on-ones I love. It's a great way to make sure you're keeping in touch with your team members. Also ask them, I guess I didn't 
say this earlier in the episode, but it's a great way for you to get to know them personally as well, right? And team members really, they want to feel valued as a person. And so it's a great way for you to get to know people individually. So excited to hear how those tips go for you. And if you're going to start implementing one-on-ones today, can't wait to hear how it goes. Shoot me a note, send me a DM on Instagram at people principles and let me know how your first one-on-one went. And as always, please make sure that you share our podcast with other people and leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will talk to you next week. Bye.